Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. An article just come up with the Irish Times News website this morning. Um... It says profits at the ESB soared in the six months to the end of June amid surging energy prices. Uh, they are making revenue of 3.7 billion, which is up 2.2 billion. And all this is happening in the wake of increasing energy prices. So the profits at the ESB soaring in the first six months of the year. That comes out on the eve of the first cost of living protest. The national one will be in Dublin next weekend, but Cork starting it tomorrow, 17th, in the afternoon, um, with what they're hoping will be a very, very big march in the city centre. It also comes out, as we read, that the EU... Well, we thought during the week when Ursula von der Leyen made this big speech at the EU that there'd be billions coming that would be taken off of the energy companies in a windfall tax. There'd be billions coming for Ireland. But there isn't really going to be billions coming for Ireland. It won't be half as much as we thought it might be. It might help, but there won't be a whole pile of it. And also, we read in the Examiner that Ireland has not applied at all for a key EU funding initiative to continue continuity of energy supply. We have a habit in this country of there being EU money there to help with things, and we're not applying for it. Hark at the fishermen a couple of weeks ago, telling me here there's millions of euro available for the government to subsidise diesel prices for trawlers, and they haven't even applied for it. And all of these stories uh, come in the context of tens of thousands of people struggling to feed their families and heat their homes and dreading the winter tomorrow. The organisers of tomorrow are hoping for a very big turnout in the city. Uh, Mick Barry, TD, morning. Good morning to you, PJ. Mick, I'd put it to you that regardless of the turnout tomorrow afternoon, the government is pretty much powerless in this because of the international situation, the economic situation, which is not caused by anything they've done. Don't think the government is powerless, uh, PJ. Um, I think there are uh, many things that it could do. Um, for example, on the housing front, uh, the idea of a freeze in rents or a cut in rents and then freezing it, the idea of ban on evictions, uh, these are things that can be done. We saw a ban on evictions during COVID. Um, I suppose people's focus and minds are mainly at the moment on the energy price increases. Yeah. Uh, and in your introduction there, you spoke about a 3.7 billion uh, revenue uh, for the ESB over a relatively short period of time. The profits for last year there was 679 million 
Now, who owns the ESB? Mm. <laughs> the ESB is a state-owned company. But the they, do give, they, they do give money back. They do give a stake back to the government out of that, a sizable one. There is uh, about a 10% um, cut uh, for the state uh, from that. Uh, that's what happens in normal times. But these are not normal times, and they require extraordinary measures. Um, and why would uh, a government that was serious about tackling this crisis not say uh, that the ESB will operate now um, on a not-for-profit basis and will whittle down those profits uh, uh, in order to uh, freeze the price of electricity, freeze the price of uh, gas. So the government would have you beware, uh, believe that inflation is like the weather and there's nothing that can be done about it. But inflation is man-made and it can be tackled uh, by governments as well if the will is there to do it. It's not a solely Irish problem, I think was probably what I was saying to you, Mick. We're not the only country in the world that's struggling right now. Every country in the world, and particularly across the EU, is struggling with the cost of energy. People are struggling everywhere with the cost of living. It's, it's, it's just an unpleasant fact of life at the moment. Yeah, look, uh, clearly uh, this is affecting uh, every country and every population. Uh, clearly there are issues like COVID. Um, there are issues uh, in particular like the uh, murderous invasion of Ukraine by the Putin regime, uh, which are important factors here. But what the government tends to play down uh, is the level of profiteering that is going on all around us. Mm. For example, for example, uh, Tesco, who measure their profits as Republic of Ireland and UK combined, uh, more than £2 billion last year. SSE Electricity, uh, more than £1 billion last year. And that's before we come on to the figures for the ESB uh, and the like. So, what we are saying tomorrow mm -hmm. is that it is completely unacceptable that uh, ordinary people have to worry about putting food on the table for their families this winter. Old people have to worry about being frozen in their homes this winter when there are vast profits being made by the energy companies, by the supermarkets, by the landlords and others. Mm. And you're suggesting the government would do what, for example, to Tesco? And, and not just do what, how would they do it? Okay, well, rather than focus on, on, on that one example... No, 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 let, let's, let, let's go for that one example, Mick. Let's take a company like Tesco, like Supervalue, like Dunn's, like any one of them, who are making and have made large profits throughout COVID and indeed are continuing to make profits throughout this. You say the government should be able to do something. What and how? Okay, well, there's two things could be done. First of all, there is a piece of legislation called the Consumer Protection Act. Uh, it's 2006, could be 2007, Seven, in and around actually. late Celtic Tiger times, yeah. And in the Consumer Protection Act, there is a power given to the government to fix prices. We saw an example of this recently when we saw the minimum pricing for alcohol, yeah? Yeah. So if you can have minimum pricing for alcohol, you also can have maximum pricing for other goods. The legislation gives the power to the government to fix the price yeah. for a basket of goods for a period of six months and, if necessary, to renew that order for another period of six months.
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I know you can do it so, for the likes of petrol and diesel and people were calling for it months ago, but seriously, seriously, can you do it for the price of bread, cheese and milk? Yes, you can. I mean, only a couple of months ago we saw it done for the price of alcohol, which is sold in off-licenses and supermarkets. So it can be done for the price of bread, cheese, and milk, which is sold <laughs> not in off-licenses, mm. but uh, certainly in supermarkets. Uh, that is, a, that is a, a power that the government has, and I think it should be enforced. Um, the idea of nationalisation is an idea that uh, comes back onto the agenda here. Some countries in Europe have nationalised yeah. their energy See, industries. Germany, Germany in fairness, moving to nationalise some of its companies, yeah. Yeah, and uh, where that can be done, there can be complications for sure, but where that can be done, uh, it's something that should be done. Uh, so the energy industry in Ireland uh, could be and should be taken into public ownership and run in the interests of people in this crisis rather than making the maximum profits uh, for the shareholders. I think a few years ago, people would have said, oh, that's the socialists, raw mating on. I think a lot of people now would say, well, that's common sense and it's the type of thing we need to talk about. Yeah. So are you expecting a big crowd tomorrow, Mick? Um, I have to say uh, that I am. Um, uh, it's notoriously 
uh, tricky trying to estimate crowd sizes in advance, as you'll know from your profession down through the years, PJ. But I'll say with certainty from the feedback we've had so far that we had a thousand people on the streets in June and this is going to be bigger and it's going to be significantly bigger. Um, now, how big it will be depends on the people listening to the radio show who've mm. said, I'm going to go or I'm thinking of going, whether they say, OK, <laughs> I'm taking that hour out tomorrow and I'm going to be in the Grand Parade mm. at two o'clock. We've a couple of calls coming in. I, I think that I think this is shaping up to be the largest protest seen in the city since the water charges protests, and I would certainly make a last minute appeal, if you like, for people okay. to. You've told us during the week are going now. Go. Yeah, I, a couple of people on the phone here, Mick. Um, two callers accusing yourselves and other left wing groups, Sinn Fein, perhaps, of to just trying to stoke up public opinion and secure a few votes for yourself when an election comes and that ask actually all the feet you get on the street tomorrow won't accomplish anything at the end of the day that's coming in on the phone also people saying that the trade unions are standing idly by as as wages are to effectively be cut but now i'm not too sure what that's about but yeah okay there's two there's two points there so we'll take them one at a time so um on the thing about it's not going to make any difference, um, I'm sure that, you know, when the women and the suffragettes started organising to get women the vote, there were people on the sidelines who said, oh, you're only wasting your time, it's not going to make any difference. Mm. Look, if, 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 if you try, you might succeed, and you might not. If you don't try, you will never succeed. So I, I don't have much time <laughs> for that argument. And what's being done tomorrow is... is it's giving people a chance. Look at the energy companies have had their say. <laughs> the landlords have had their say. Tomorrow is an opportunity for the people who've been complaining to have their say and to take action. On the issue of the trade unions, what I'd say to you is this. Uh, I'm very appreciative of the fact that the Cork Council of Trade Unions uh, has uh, circulated all its affiliated unions and appealed to them to organise to bring people out on the streets tomorrow. And we hope that we see a lot of trade unionists there. Yeah. Uh, on the issue of the pay deal, um, well, certainly, you know, I'm an admirer of people like Connolly and Larkin, and I'd like to see that spirit come back into the trade union movement. And I think that if they were offered pay increases, which were not really pay increases, but when you take inflation into account, were actually pay cuts, they would not be recommending support for that. They would be balloting their members for industrial action mm. and they would be getting their members out on the streets in huge numbers to put pressure on the government. And I think that's the way that the unions yeah. uh, should be going at the moment. So, Someone on the phone who would be a regular enough caller to the show and wouldn't always be on your side of the argument, shall we say, Mick, is making a point, and it's a valid one. I remember the pensioners' protest. It was so big, I actually went up to it in Dublin when there was a, a possible change in their medical card status. And the numbers that converged on the door that day, it got sorted quick. So, so do you think that um, do you 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 really do believe that feet on the street can get something changed, Mick? I'm not, I'm not a naive person, uh, PJ. I I I don't operate under the illusion that a huge crowd in Cork tomorrow and a massive crowd at the national protest in Dublin the following Saturday is going to sort this. I think it can put some significant pressure on the government to go a bit further than they're planning 
uh, in the budget, but I don't think the government uh, will go nearly far enough. I don't have faith in them in that. So therefore, what's required isn't just a one-off protest, but an actual campaign, a sustained campaign, which is fought in the communities, in the workplaces, in society over the winter months. So t- tomorrow will just be a start, I think. Okay. Mick, thank you. Mick Barry, a Solidarity TD. Quartz 96 FM.